Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. There's an old saw that says, in real estate, only three things matter. Location, location, and location. Whatever the truth of that saying in real estate, it's very true in the digital world. That means that as we tune up our mobile devices and use the variety of web-based apps available these days, one of the most important things for us to think about is this. What location information am I providing? To whom? And for what purpose? And do I really want to do that? Obvious location-based services can be extremely convenient. If a person uses Google Maps, for example, or MapQuest, and provides a current location, driving directions are available, as well as all types of information about attractions and eateries and so on. In a case like that, it's pretty obvious that the person has consciously provided his or her current location information in exchange for certain specific information. But suppose that you post a photo on Flickr or Facebook or Instagram or pretty near any other web service. That digital photo, whether from a camera or a cell phone, reports exactly where you are to within a few feet and at what time and that you're probably not aware that that's happening as you post it. Or maybe you send a tweet and say that you're in New York City. New York City is a pretty big place, so there's really no location identification there, right? Well, up until 2015, every time a person tweeted from a broad location description, Twitter sent along not only the very generic location description like New York City, but also the exact GPS location of where that tweet came from. The user didn't know that and couldn't see the GPS coordinates anywhere on the screen, but they were there and attached to that tweet forever. If you didn't want that location information available to the world, you had to dig deep into Twitter's settings to opt out. But if you didn't know this was happening in the first place, you probably wouldn't opt out and almost no one did. After some researchers noticed this was going on and made that fact public, Twitter changed its policy and made sending your precise GPS data location an opt-in choice instead of opt-out. But guess what? Millions of tweets with that very precise location data from 2015 and earlier are still online and accessible to those who choose to look for it. A group of researchers recently decided to do just that and reported their results in a paper entitled, quote, Please Forget Where I Was Last Summer, The Privacy Risks of Public Location Metadata, end quote. The title's humorous. The topic is not. The abstract of that paper is too long to read in its entirety here, but a few lines can provide a sense of what those researchers found. Quote, the exposure of location data constitutes a significant privacy risk to users, as it can lead to de-anonymization, the inference of sensitive information, and even physical threats." End quote. And then further on, quote, We present the novel exploration of automated private information inference that uncovers sensitive locations that users have visited, pertaining to health, religion, sex, or nightlife. We find that location metadata can provide additional context to tweets 
and thus lead to the exposure of private information that might not match the user's intentions. End quote. Indeed. Twitter is not trying to sell this information, at least as far as we know, but does still make it available. Unfortunately, that's not the case with major wireless services. T-Mobile, Sprint, AT&T, and Verizon, the four largest, all pledged in June of 2018 not to sell real-time location data of their customers to third parties. Alas, an investigative report published by Motherboard in the second week of January 2019 indicated that despite that pledge, T-Mobile, Sprint, and AT&T were still selling its customers real-time location data that easily made its way into the hands of some very dodgy characters, as the headline from that report indicates. Quote, I gave a bounty hunter $300, then he located our phone. End quote. Note that the bounty hunter did this right in front of the reporter in under three minutes. If the police wanted that information in a non-emergency situation, they would have to go before a judge and get a warrant. But private parties? Nope. Not under current law. So, your cell phone company is charging you a pretty penny for using their services and then selling when, where, and how you use your phone to others who apparently can do with that information what they want. It seems like any service we use these days is gathering location information about us and selling it as fast as they can. Here's another recent headline, quote, LA sues the Weather Channel over selling users location data, end quote. The headline is from Sophos.com, which goes on to note that, quote, Los Angeles has sued the Weather Channel claiming that it's been posing as a personalized local weather data alerts and forecasts app, but in truth makes profits by tracking users throughout the day and night so as to sell their private, personal location data." Quote. Now, lest we get too upset about phone companies or the Weather Channel, note that a recent New York Times report indicates that at least 75 other supposed service providers are doing the same thing. So, some listeners may say, so what's the big deal about my location information? The big deal is what it can tell about a person's everyday life. From the conclusion of a research paper from 2017 entitled, quote, Extracting Places and Activities from GPS Traces Using Hierarchical Conditional Random Fields, end quote. Quote, the analysis of a GPS trace collected over a week takes approximately one minute on a standard desktop PC. In addition to being able to learn a person's significant locations, it can now infer low-level activities such as walking, working, or getting into a bus. We demonstrate that the model can be trained from a group of persons and then applied successfully to a different person achieving more than 85% accuracy in determining low-level activities and above 90% accuracy in detecting and labeling significant places. Our model achieves virtually identical accuracy both with and without a street map. 
The output of our system can also be used to generate textual summaries of a person's daily activities." End quote. Bottom line, if we prefer not to have the intimate details of our daily lives put into, quote, textual summaries of a person's daily activities, end quote, we'd best pay attention to limiting what location data others are gathering about us and location data that we're giving up as we live our daily digital lives. We'll look into those options right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.